Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football Frenzy. Coming to you live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. For the next hour, myself, Corey Parson, All In K, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street, Matt Matika. Talk a little auction strategy, which you also get an update on what we got going on in each of our personal Scott's Fishbowl. That draft is underway. So we got all of that stuff to hold you down until 2 p.m. Eastern time when we hand it over to the best friends forever. Goon Squad, telephone lines open, 844-843-6879. I want to hop in here right quick, and I want to start with the, the allegations against LaShawn uh, McCoy, Shady, running back of the Buffalo Bills. Allegations come out of domestic abuse, uh, animal abuse, child abuse, and an Instagram social media post against LaShawn McCoy. Sean McCoy comes out on his own social media, vehemently denies the situation, said he hasn't had anything to do with those people in months now. The Buffalo Bills have been um, contacted. The Buffalo Bills are looking into it, investigating it. There are some also some other allegations and rumors out there, which LaShawn McCoy can really get in a whole lot of trouble about. None of those have been confirmed yet or anything like that. So that's where we stand right now on Shady. Got the Instagram post. You got him vehemently denying what's been going on. So, obviously, the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, the police, everybody involved will get will get to it, and we'll, you'll get to the bottom of this, and then we'll be able to move on when it comes. Obviously, in a case like this, this is more human interest, not a lot of fantasy stuff. So, um, obviously, it's a fantasy spinner. We're here to give fantasy analysis. But right now, we really don't have to get into that. Like I said, these are allegations. I have seen specifically Chris Rayborn. Right, a four for four fantasy. He tweeted out the whole Buffalo Bills depth chart as soon as he saw it. I'm like, dude, come on, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, son? It, it, you, I, the, the depth chart, of, but the people behind Shady is not important right now. Chris should know better than that. But when you don't come in the studio and hang out with us after being invited a million times, you get cut off, and then you do st- stupid stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? All in, KJ Silly. What's going on? What's good with you, my man? Uh, what's going on, Corey? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you don't come in. I, I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your brain, your brain gets cloudy. You do stupid stuff like that. Matt Matika, what's good with you? You're a Buffalo Bill fan. Yeah, no, I'm a Bills fan. Uh, I think they're going to be one of the worst franchises in the league with or without Shady. Right now, I think it's most important. Look, if this stuff is true, he should be held to the fullest extent of the law. Not the NFL law, but the justice system that we have here. And let that take uh, let that take care of itself. That said, you know, as far as uh, LaShawn McCoy, yeah. I, he, I was avoiding him anyway, and it had nothing to do with his age. Yeah. It was a team construct. Listen, you're, 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 and the way it's supposed to be is you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. We got it the other way around. We're guilty until proven innocent, especially when it comes to stuff like this. So the allegations are out there. We'll let the story play out before we go ahead and break it down any further. Now let's talk Somebody about- needs to go to jail. Well, uh, right just because, right. well, no, I mean, we could just, just move on from it. I, I tweet, I'll just say what I tweeted in case nobody saw that. And then we can, like you said, Corey, we'll just 100% move on from it. Is There's a lot of ifs here. If he's guilty, he needs to go to jail. I mean, I'm just talking about off the team. He needs to go to jail. It's I egregious agree. what he's done. If he's 100% innocent and it's all false, she needs to go to jail because that's the only way we're going to stop this stuff nowadays because this isn't the first case where somebody is taken to social media to accuse somebody. And I saw somebody talking about it on Twitter before, and they're 100% right. If she really was in the hospital, there would be a police report already filed. And the I- fact that we didn't hear that is kind of weird. So I'm, I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying that, you know, well, they can sue her for money. And I see people saying that. Well, if somebody's broke, uh, I, and I know this firsthand because I have my deli is you can get a judgment against you. If you have no money, it's not like they're going to get money from you. They can't. There's not you can't get blood from a stone, that whole cliche. So there needs to be some type of somebody needs to go to jail for these type of things in order for it to stop. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's got to be the same. You know, you have to put an end to this. If I it's agree. Not true. And what does it say about this person? 
if this was going on and he was beating his son and stuff, beating the dog, and beating beat the, the dog, dog and, and you the just beat, stood the, by the beating the dog thing. I've heard the beating the dog story before. That that shady has abused his dog before. I've heard that before. But it kind of was just one of those stories that just kind of went away in the flow of news, something like that. Um, but but what would you say about this? Oh no, they got to go to jail for, too. They got to go to jail for too for just allowing this kid to get beat, never saying a word. Yeah, exactly. That was a dog, and you know, uh, you were fine yeah. when, everything... he, when exactly when the, when the dog was getting beat, when his son was allegedly getting beat. Nobody said nothing. I got nothing. issues with a lot of people on this. Yeah, exactly. So there you yeah, go, right there. Right. It's, it's a lot to unpack right. with this one right here, but. It's all just ifs right now. It's all, like Jay said, it's all just ifs right now. But I did read that there is a police report. Now, like I said, it's a lot of different stories going on with this right now. A lot of it, rumors, a lot of speculations. But what are the facts right now? The allegations are out there. The Buffalo Bills and the NFL know about it. Shady McCoy has come out to vehemently deny it. All right. Now. All right. So, Corey, does this count as a throwback T-shirt? Since it's like one of the originals for your man? I like that. Like, you, you know, that's interesting because the, 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 uh, my start is greater than your bench. But you see, can't be, it can't be vintage yet because the company's only a year old. You feel what I'm saying? Well, I mean, he's got so many T-shirts now that I kind of feel like it is vintage. <laughs> this is true. He's, he's pumping them out much faster than he did last year. He's got that machine rolling, you know he's what I'm saying? Stamping. He's, he's stamping. He's stamping them joints. Anything happening in the world of sports, bam, ship it out. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my man, Kenneth Cashman, and all the, uh, the good people over there at Roto where they do an excellent job. When I go into an auction, and I like the auction strategy, I like the auction format. When I go into an auction, so basically what I'm doing is, I am breaking the pricing down by positions. So this is how I, you got a $200 budget. So on my quarterbacks, I'm saying I'm spending no more than $15 on my quarterbacks. I'm spending no more than $10 on my defense and my kicker. Then I say, okay, so I'm going to spend $140 on wide receivers. I'm going to spend, that's how I do my auctions. I like to insure myself a wide receiver one. I like to insure myself a running back one. I got auctions coming up this year. I'm buying Zeke, buying Devontae Adams, and I put the pieces around, around that. I'm not ever going to spend too much on the quarterback unless that's my specific strategy. So auctions are all about the math. So you, you figure out what kind of math you want to use to put your team together. Then you find out two or three guys that you want to go get. And then after that, Jake, what I try to do is I try to find the mispriced players. See, I'm just like, I have no problem going after people you want to get, but don't overpay for them just because you want them to. So like, and I know that that's not what you're saying, but yeah. you know, people out there like for like, I, like I told you before is, you know, we were joking about it during the greatest mock draft that we did. And I say playing mind games. And what did I say after Andy Singleton took Saquon Barkley? So I said, I hope my home league tries to drive up the price from Barkley just because they know I'm a Giants fan and somebody pays $65 for him. I hope somebody does that because that means he's overpaying and wasting his money. So like if you have your favorite players, don't be afraid to let them go. If somebody knows that they're your favorite players, knows you're you're a Cowboys fan or a Chargers fan or whatever it may be, and they try to drive the prices are sometimes going to be uncontrollable. That doesn't mean you need to overpay because you want your guys. So I look for those guys to kind of more tie in to your second point is I'm looking for, as a, Matt would always say, the market inefficiencies. I'm looking for the mispriced players for the values of where I could find people. A lot of times, a perfect example is Philip Rivers at quarterback every single year. I get him for 2 or $3 every single year because everybody hates Philip Rivers. Uh, one of the things, too, I, I, it's not all the time, but sometimes that first player that comes up might be, might be one of the better values or one of the better uh, buys, even though he's going to cost a lot of money. Because once that, if you have, say, a tier of three or four running backs or receivers, once that last guy's there, that last guy's probably going overpriced. Yeah. Because everybody's going to want to try and get in on that. And it's what is the market going to be? I'll go back to a few years ago. I'm not the biggest auction guy in football. Yeah. I do find it fun and challenging. But I got into a bidding war with uh, Billy Waz right. on uh, AB. I think uh, Julio had gone for like 60 yeah. at the time. And I think he went for like 58. I think I said 57. We kept going back and forth. He said 58. And I stopped. I didn't say 59. So, you know, basically, if you want that guy, that's what you're going to have to pay. I mean, there's going to be a couple of guys here. Like, Zeke's going to probably go for $60. I'm going to pay $60 you know, for Zeke. But yeah. You have to be, you can't be looking at books or something yeah. or websites that are saying he's a $54 value or th- that's what his cost but, but is. The thing about it is when it comes to auctions, you know your league. Mm-hmm. So you know what, what your league is willing to spend. 
I know some of the leagues I'm going to be in this year, they're going to probably bid me up on Zeke because they know I'm a Cowboy fan. So I'm willing, like I said, if, if I'm allotting $120 towards running back, I, I probably won't be that much. But Zeke will get 60 of that. And then I'm just going to find a couple years ago when I won the Flex, the, when I won the Flex inaugural Flex auction. After I got, I paid for Zeke that year. After I got my core pieces in Zeke, and I forgot who the wide receiver I really wanted was. After I got those core pieces, I'm just waiting for mispriced places. That year, Shady McCoy, knock on wood, came in at $28. Bam, give me that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a mispriced player. So I'm just trying to get my rocks, my studs, and then I'm going to fill in with the mispriced player. That, that's kind of the way that I like to play it. Jake, when it comes to being aggressive or waiting, I'm an aggressive guy. I'm like, I'm 28. 29. I'm firing right out the gate. I'm not waiting for the scraps. What are you? What are you? Well, so here's the other thing to, to, to take it another level with the auctions is usually I'm aggressive at the beginning because that's the other thing is people are reluctant for some reason at the beginning of drafts. Yes. Usually that's where you find the best values. A perfect example. Look at the Flex League, the Fantasy League of Experts. You were there. We were in D.C. and you had Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, and there was somebody else. Uh, I forget. I think it might have been Todd Gurley because it was the year that Todd Gurley was coming off his rookie season, whatever it might have been. It was like there was three or four running backs, whoever the top tier was that year. And the first one that went was one that went for the cheapest because people are just they're just like slow. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why people do it, because there's not really any reason for it. I don't know if they get inside their own heads. They're just getting warmed up to the draft. They don't want to spend money big or whatever it might be. Is So those first couple nominated players are usually guys that I'll try to go for. Now, my home league's a little bit different because now at this point, they kind of know that about me. So now, you know, I have to change up my strategy because people know and you that's it's kind of like playing poker is you're trying to, you know, confuse your opponents as much as possible. And if they start to get a tell on you, you're going to have to switch up your game. But in general, most auctions, for some reason, those first five or six players are usually the ones that you get a discount if they're elite players. Yeah, and the other thing too is aggressive. Or you? Just, oh yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm aggressive. Like yeah, I said, I have a feeling. <laughs> it's, just, no, but it's the truth. Like I said, that, that yeah. first guy in that tier is probably going to be the, maybe the best value, even if he's in the same price range as everybody else and stuff. It's like it's Jake just reiterated. People are going to hold back early. They want to see how the market's going to develop and what, what's going to be. So I think you do get a leg up, and sometimes you wait. And it, it's great to have money. But you don't want to just buy all mid-level players. Yeah, you got to have right. some studs. The one thing I will definitely say, I I got caught into this the year that uh, what's his name was going to be the Eagles quarterback Bradford, and he uh, was he was very hot. And I got into a pissing match in that auction. But, I wanted to spend like twenty dollars on him. Yeah, and I was like, it was just it was such a terrible buy. And then I'm watching like. I don't Breeze believe yeah. and I'm not going like to spend a twenty dollars quarterback in a. Yeah, I'm no, not, no. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's but it like, can happen. Yeah, but that's you just caught strategy. up yeah. sometimes, you know, and just don't get caught in a pissing. All right, now here's another thing. Here's a little. Uh, uh, I don't see if the guys agree with me on this. I start with you, Jake. Another thing, when the going is hot and heavy, and people are buying their their their, their top players like the Antonio Browns and the and whoever the top dudes are on the draft board, sneak the defense in there for two dollars. And you'll drop and you and a drop right to you because everybody's all hyped up off the big players. You want the top kicker? Sneak him in there for two dollars, and everybody you kill the momentum in the room, and then it's like going once, going twice, so and boom, you got the Chicago Bears defense that year where they scored all the touchdowns, Jake. Or you could do it the other. Sometimes I've seen it go the other way too, is you do that, and then all of a sudden the Vikings defense last year goes for five bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like what what the hell just happened? So I mean it's a, it's an interesting one. It's like that's what you always want to do is kind of break up as you said, just in general, break up the momentum of the draft. If everybody's going the third tier of wide receivers and a bunch of six or seven dollar guys, go find the straggler that's hanging out there that's either way over, you know, way up the list or way down the list. Just kinda or move to another position. You just want to kind of break up that flow because that's when you could potentially get people off their game. I mean it's, again, I gotta keep drawing the comparisons to poker as you yeah. you make people uneasy and it makes them think more and a lot of times if they're thinking more sometimes they're too late i've seen a lot of time you know in several auction leagues last year where you're sitting there and somebody you see them have that face and they're like that thinking face or grimacing face and all of a sudden the person goes and it's like oh you know what i should have bid and you'll get those kind of values that happens all the time you know what i'm saying matt 
And another thing I like to do, like I said, if I drop, if I drop that two dollar Jacksonville defense, if you I'll, go to, if you go to three, that's on you. I'm, I'm telling you right now, that I think the Jacksonville defense is going to go for an obscene amount of money this year. Then let them have it. I'm, I'm just let saying, have, I'm not paying no more than two dollars. So, yep. Yeah, somebody wants to say, see, somebody says three dollars. Yeah, you're going to hear four, you're going to hear five, you might Y'all even can hear have six. Y'all can have, then I got money. Then I took money off the table. No, no, I'm and, not, yeah, not exactly. saying right or wrong. I'm just letting people know that you're not getting a Jacksonville defense for two or three dollars. Uh-uh, get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Uncle Luke. Two live crew, band in the USA. You you was you was two That's, live. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. No, that wasn't Tootsie Roll. That was different. That was uh, Tootsie. it was the same era of Miami bass music. But um, they you know, said, they sound about the same. It sound, all of them, all of those Miami bass songs back in the day sound the same. But um, it definitely uh was a part of. The beginning of my misogyny. No, let me stop. Oh, <laughs> baby, yeah, yeah. All of them, yeah, exactly. All that song, all them crazy songs, the bass, <laughs> the bass box in the trunk be rattling. Doom, yeah. doom, 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 doom. It was that was the one beat. It was all yeah. the beat. <laughs> <laughs> it's your go tweener. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. I mean, we often started. Fantasy football frenzy, F and T S Y radio. Wanna keep the auction talk going. Um See if there's any more breaking news with this LaShawn McCoy story. We'll get into that. Uh, Scott's Fishbowl off and running, obviously. Telephone lines open, too. You got auction questions. We need to do a frenzy auction league. You know what I'm saying? 844-843-6879. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Join the family at Modell Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Modells and sign up for our MVP rewards program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Modell's cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Modell's gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Modell. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine, telephone number to get involved with the fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. You know what I'm saying Roto Express exclusive edge package for 2018. It's live and it's lit. RotoExperts.com is the way to get involved. You get the all-in kid, the accuracy expert. You get his rankings. He's a top-ranked dude, so he, that, that's going to be top in the rank joint. Ranker. Top rank ranker. So that's going. His rank is going to be in the joint for draft and through the whole season. So you had that. You got the King Scott Angle and all the great work that he does. Wall Street, Matt Medica, you're in the read. You're doing stuff with mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. I'm not. That's that. I'm doing the frenzy. That, that, that's okay, Corey, because fresh update to the rankings and projections last night. There you go. You just updated the rankings and projections. You don't need me. I'm on Yeah, you don't need me. I, I'm not needed in the draft kit. So there you go. I'm here on the frenzy. I'm marketing it, promote it, talk about it. You don't need me in it. You don't. And they, some, they got to get some things right if they want me to be in it. I agree. 100%. Uh, I do <laughs> Thank wanna, you, Matt. I do have a question. I want to go back to something like you said. You're going to get Zeke. And I, I think this could be helpful. I'll pay $60 for him. Okay. 62 say, say you have the $60 price tag on Zeke. Yeah. But we can use Gurley, Bell, whoever, David Johnson. Say you all have them pretty much similar. Say one of those you can get for 57 are you not? Are you going to hesitate and you're not going to pull the trigger because you want to get Zeke, or are you going to buy one of these other backs that you might at that price? Like, like I said, you have them all based at six. I'm willing to do that with the wide receiver I buy. So instead of so in, in that case, I'll set a number for that WR one. Like I, I'm not going mm-hmm. over 55 for that WR one. But when it comes to Ezekiel Elliott, it's going to be Ezekiel Elliott. So at sixty-three dollars, I'm cutting it off. Say if Le'Veon Bell was the first guy off the board, and it stopped at fifty-nine, I'm going after Zeke. You're going after Zeke. Going after Zeke. I don't want to be hard-headed like that, and it's normally not the best way to go about it. But that's how I'm carrying it. See, for me, I would, you know, if if I have them all similar, I mean, look, if there's a discrepancy, you're going to buy the cheapest one. I'm and, and like I have them priced at sixty, and I can and I say fifty-nine. Or, you know, somebody says 59 and I say 60, I, I think I'm going to try and get that guy. Because I, I know whoever it is, if it's DJ or Zeke, they're probably both uh, girly. They're all going to go over 60. Yeah. I hate that, too. But you see, in the, in the flex auction, the prices were better. 
It was better. You know, you, you, you was paying Jake in the flex auction. There wasn't no $60 players, was it? I think it probably the most expensive player might have been $54. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also who you're drafting with, too. Exactly. It keeps coming back to you. Like, know who your, your opponent is. Know who you're playing against. But to the point, to take Matt's question, like, see, let's even pull that up. Let's say the highest-priced person was $55. let us just say that was the number. To Matt's point, if somebody, if I was in that draft and I did, and, you know, and let's say my guy is Le'Veon Bell and Ezekiel Elliott sitting there at 49, I'm going to go 50 because, to Matt's point, what happens if you take Zeke? Now it's only Bell and David Johnson on the board, and they jump up to 58, 59. Like, just because you, you just don't know what the next person's auction price is going to be if you get somebody who's a fan like you, and all of a sudden two people are going back and forth, and it jumps up quicker than you thought. So if the value's sitting on the board, it might not be somebody I want, but it'll be somebody I take. Yeah. I, I just think that's that's helpful. I think that's kind of the right way to go. We should feel like you I feel you what have, you're saying, but you're you gonna have, have guys that's gonna be locked in on players. No, I I yeah. totally get it. But that's what I'm saying. If early on, one of the first guys is a couple of dollars below, and I can get him at that price. Like I said, unless my projections were, you know, he was gonna outscore him by like 40 points or you know 50 points. Yeah. Then I then I would reconsider. So another thing, um, it's b- bidding on an auction. You're not going to get – listen, Antonio Brown is not going to go – Antonio Brown for five. Stop it. Oh, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown, 35. Let's yeah, go. Uh, cut at cut least, the foolishness. At least start like on, on, on most players. You know, most of the top-tier players. Right? Yeah. Start at like, you know, $20. Yeah. Don't start at five. Or, or even 30. Exactly. I did, Six. I did that seven. Eight. I, I well, that's ridiculous. We're sitting in the draft of Tout Wars, and somebody would do that. Somebody would be like, Clayton Kershaw, $2. And I was like, 30 There you like, go. Come on, let's go. Let's it's just jump move it along. You're just trying to oh, no, I, all I always day. I'll always yeah. jump the bid. And, and like I said, if there's a guy, say there's a guy that you have, depending upon your values and stuff, and it's, you know, you're going back and forth. It gets up to 24, and you want that guy, don't be afraid to say 26. Yeah. Make that guy you have to go 27 if he really wants that play. Where you at on price enforcing? I'm not, I'm not, I'm like. So it depends on the, I, I honestly pretty much got to like the player. Yeah. You know, unless it's such a good value that if I got this guy, it's worth it. Yeah. Because I don't want to be stuck with somebody I really don't want. Mm, There's always go, somebody else that will do it too. Yeah, I'll, I'll usually go either close to the price or within 10% of the price that I have down if I like the player to Matt's point. If I don't like the player, I'll still go within 20%. Like I still, just because I don't want that, like I can live with the player if I don't like him. Like, you know, it's not going to happen, but I'm just using it because you know, I'm off Jarvis Landry for his price this year. But if Jarvis Landry is in the draft and I have him priced at actually here, I'll tell you a little sneak in, sneak preview. Corey, oh, oh a look behind the paywall, <laughs> the price that I have on Jarvis Landry. I have Jarvis Landry at 18.2 right now. So if he's sitting there at 14, I'm or 13 even. I'm going to bid 14, probably even yeah. 15. I mean, I, I'll take Jarvis Landry. To to Jake's point, before I run out of money and stuff like that, I'm in on every player. Mm-hmm. But I'm throwing out prices just that I know are so undervalued that if if I got it at that price, yeah, I'm totally cool with. It. I'm not putting myself in a position where I'm just paying like market value or a slight discount. Use the easy money to fill out your roster too. You know what I'm saying? Start putting those pieces together and put them in place so you know the framework where you're working with when you try to put the meat and potatoes of the team together. That's the running backs and the wide receivers. I'll give you one more, Corey. Uh, at that same time with price enforcing, just be careful that you don't fill your flex too early just because if there's another value, and I mean a screaming value is just sitting out there and all of a sudden you already have three wide receivers or, f- or three running backs or four wide receivers or you're just locked up or even your position limits if you're in a league like that. I mean, you just might be staring at something on the board and annoyed that you can't do anything about it. And that's another good point right there. In a PPR, Matt, you're putting together your plan, two running backs, three wide receivers, and a flex. Who are you spending for in that flex? Who do you, you want that flex to be a wide receiver or a running back? Uh, I mean, or are you going to buy two guys? I'm probably going to try and buy two guys, to be honest One, one with of you. each? Yeah, no, I would definitely love to have one of each. Okay. I mean, you just, in football, you need a bench. You know, you're not going to – I don't care how good you draft it, you know. Uh, for the most part, you're going to, you know, need players. They're, they're going to get injured. Like, unfortunately, David Johnson was out by the third quarter of week one last year. Yeah, sorry. So, you know, I, I totally agree with what Jake says here. It's more important in football than it is in baseball for me. 
Because, you know, especially like in the PPR. But in the PPR, that's why the, the running backs that are pass catchers have such more value. Like, pitch if we didn't have PPR this year. You got, in a, in a full point PPR, you got 9 out of 12 running backs going already. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be like, you know, who the hell's, you know, first 15 picks, who's going to take running backs. Jake, do you, um, who are you feeling? Like, what, what are these guys struggling behind Matt over there for? Oh, they're working on a restaurant. They, it is distracted. <laughs> They're working on a restaurant. They re uh, they re uh, renovating the restaurant all uh, here. Okay. Taking it from Rock and Rollins to a, a joint called Versa. So they building it. They putting it together. They just got it all oh, messed up. The name up of the today. restaurant's changing. They changed the name of the restaurant too. It's still gonna be expensive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna change. I can guarantee you that's gonna be the same. Jake, that what you feeling that PPR non PPR? What you feeling that flex spot with, and how you gonna attack it in the auction? Uh, you know, I'll tack it with the best value in non PPR. It really comes down to PPR. I don't really care. It could be a running back or a wide receiver. In non PPR, I'll try to get a running back there just because of the guaranteed touches every single week. And I want that safety and that floor. And if I could get, which, you know, it's a perfect example right now, as you know, I'm in on Marshawn Lynch as an RB three and you can get for an RB four. If I could plug in Marshawn Lynch, even if it's just only 15 carries a week as my flex, to have that safety and that upside that he still has to potentially give you top 15 value on a week where he scores a touchdown or even two. I, I want that in non PPR, but I'm not hell bent on making make it happen. Like if this, the, the prices aren't there, if everybody's overspending on running backs, you know, I'll have four wide receivers. It's fine. All right. So here we go right there. Eight, four, four, eight, four, three, six, eight, seven, nine, eight, eight, PJ. What we, who we got on the phone? You got a bunch of people. You oh, have. We should have told me something. Yeah, yeah, I G-chatted you. I'm not on the, I'm not on G-chat. Sometimes I can't look on the G-chat, run the radio show, PJ. What, what is going on? That's my bad, man. My God. PJ, I didn't go to Temple like you did. I'm doing the best I can up this joint. Oh, hold on. No, 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 no. I'm with you. Don't yell at PJ. You're supposed to be on the G-chat. <laughs> Jake, you're not supposed to be defending PJ. PJ, give me somebody to talk to. Hello. <laughs> All right, now he's dropped the ball. You have Jim. <laughs> Jim, Jim, what up, Jim? Jim, where you calling from, Jim? Hey, Corey. How you oh, guys it's doing? Jim Day. What's going hey. on with you, Jim? What's up with you, my man? You see PJ giving me a hard time. Yeah, I, I hear that. I wouldn't take that from him. <laughs> What's up, Jim? What's good with you? Hey, no, I just wanted to jump into this auction conversation. You know me, I love auctions. And the one thing that you know, none of you bright individuals have brought up yet is you know, when you get into an auction, the best strategy is to wait because the best values come at the end of the, the auction when everybody else has spent their money. You think so? I don't see, Jim, I, I like to get off because mainly the top players are going to come off the board early. Like, I'm always going to throw out, like, I'm, my first guy I throw out on every draft is going to be Gronk because I'm not buying Gronk. Gronk for 10, y'all go ahead and have him. So when those hot names are coming out, I want to get involved. I think the later you wait, Jim, sometimes you can have a team full of like second tier type players. That's what I worry about. And then, God forbid, you have money left over at the end of the auction. No, no. If you plan it right, you don't end up with money left over. And there's still plenty of players you can get deep. You know, like uh, like you were talking about earlier, Rivers. You can always get Rivers for next to nothing at the end of an auction just because he's always there. You know, there's always players that fall into that realm that can give you top numbers that just aren't being gambled on because people don't see the upside that you do. But let me ask you a question. Now, but don't you have a tier of, say, wide receiver ones or running back ones that you want to get in on if it's not the, the elite tier or that second tier? I mean, I just don't want to be yeah, shut out. and I always take one or two top players. I, I'll grant you that. But after that, just sit back and watch because let everybody else jump on all the names that everybody's talking about, and I guarantee you at the end there's still a lot of names left that you can get for cheap and still spend your money. All right. What do you think, Jake? No, I, I look, I understand waiting for those values at the end, but at the same time, I mean, it could go any different way. I mean, you have to read the draft. As I said before, sometimes those first few elite players are the best price because people are reluctant to start spending, but you have to judge it by the draft you're in. Sometimes those middle players, as he's saying, like Jim's right, is a lot of times those middle players end up getting overpriced because people have money and then you can just wait for the better values at the end. But the last thing you want to do is sit there and have so much money in your pocket that you're like, yeah, 15 on Michael Crabtree. Like, like that's the worst thing you could do. The Ravens didn't spend 15 <laughs> on Michael Crabtree. 
It's been a little more. No, than 50. no, and I'm not oh, advocating that at all. I'm just saying that there, there's always value at the end of auctions, and you know, let, I I tend to start auctions where I'm nominating people like you, Corey, that I don't like. Well, yep. no, no, not people like you, but players. Like yeah, I understand. Early, I, I would think I, after the Brown, after the you know? great, you know, soliloquy I gave last week, Jim, I would think that you wouldn't call up here this week and talk about people you don't like and <laughs> put me in that mix. <laughs> Definitely not, Corey. Definitely not. Hey, Jim, let me run. Let me get to some more phone calls, my man. I holler at you. Hey, put an auction league together for us, Jim. Okay, we'll do. No All problem. Right. I'll put something together for you. Yeah, so y'all in the chat in Goon Squad, get with Jim, and you want to be in the frenzy auction. So we'll we'll figure out that a little bit later on. But Jim set it up. He does an excellent job at that stuff. 844-843-6879. Who else we got, uh, PJ? You have Stefan from the Barbados. Oh, look at this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Stefan from the Barbados. This is excellent because... I would like to go to the Barbados. What's good? What's good with I you, Stefan? If I'm in the Barbados, I'm not. I'm not listening no. to the fantasy show. You're getting ready. You're getting ready, Stefan. What's <laughs> hey, good with up? you, buddy? Uh, what up with you? This, yeah, what's up, man? This is trying great show. Uh, I like Jake a lot. He does a great, great job. I like you. You're funny, and I like Matt. Matt's hey, great. Well, thank you very much, so, Stefan. We I like was you too. Out, uh, calling all the way from the, from the Caribbean, but we have a draft coming up. You know, just like everyone else. So, I was calling to find out. I'm in a standard league, and this year I'm thinking about going running back, running back. And I really i am trying to debate if I should do that or not. And I've been doing a lot of mock drafts, and I've just been going running back, running back, because I, I feel like you can still get good receivers later in later on. Then I'll go wide receiver, wide receiver. How many, I wanted to get your guys' opinion. How many, team, how many teams in the league, and do you know where you're picking at yet? It's, uh, it's, 12, it's 12 teams. I'm picking number nine. So I, I got number nine on my draft spot. Uh, like I said, a lot of my drafts have been going running back, running back, and then getting wide receiver, wide receiver in the in the third and the fourth round. Um, you are. Let me see. Standard, you guys. standard twelve team. When is your draft? Uh, I think sometime in like early August or September. Okay. Of, okay. All right. So cool. So you got a little bit, a little ways to go. Listen, I don't have no problem coming out that nine hole with a running back, running back start. I'm not sure how people in your league value guys, but if I, if you could tell me, listen, even in the standard, if I can pick off, uh, what's my man name? If I can pick off Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook in that first round, I'm cool with that. Then you come back in that second round, it could be a Devontae Freeman type sitting right there too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, not against starting running back, running back. Jake, what I throw to you is, should he be locked into running back, running back in the standard? No, I look, you know me, especially with the bell cow as I'm always going to try and get at least one in the first two rounds. I have no problem doubling up. I really, I see a potential to double up if you're drafting very early or very late, because obviously if you're drafting very early, you can swing right back around in the third round and get your wide receiver. Anyway, I think those mid picks is where it gets a little bit tough because then you're kind of reaching for that second running back. I will say this. I've been taking at least one running back. That's not a question where he's drafting. If one of these seven top seven wide receivers is still there with the second pick, I'm not going to pass on them. And those we've talked about before, those seven being, well, Antonio Brown's not going to be there. Hopkins is not going to be there. But Brown, Hopkins, Jones, Beckham, Thomas, Allen, and Adams, if any of those are still there with the second pick, I'm taking a wide receiver, despite the fact that I have no problem going running back, running back. Who you got, Matt? I'm usually the guy that will say I have no problem going wide receiver, wide receiver. But I'm definitely going with a running back here. I'm probably – you know, in that first round, if I got what well, he's Dalvin picking Cook. ninth, he got the ninth pick. Yeah, I'm taking at worst. You know, if whoever I think is the best running back there, yeah, I'm taking. there you go right there. So, Stefan, good looking up, my man. Make sure you keep in touch with us as you get closer and closer to draft day. We got you covered. Uh, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. What else? What else we got? Uh, uh PJ, Bob in Vermont. So I'm with you. Bob, what's good with you, my man? Hey, how you doing, Corey? I am doing well, Bob. I was glad that you gave it a shot to win those World Series tickets earlier earlier today when we was on yeah, we was I on Cotton and Friends. Thinking, I, my, I had a brain fart on that. Uh, okay. I, did, I thought he was in longer than he was. I don't worry about but, it. We're um, doing a contest. Your, What's up? When is your league going to be starting your fantasy week? I, I got, I got a couple of leagues I'm doing. This, um, I'm, I got a couple of leagues I'm doing. So I I can come when we come back as we get we yeah. coming up across the break, Bob. When we come back on the other side, I can tell you uh, my leagues and when they're going to be drafted and what I'm looking at so far as far as what I'll be doing the drafts that I definitely know about and what I plan on doing in a couple of those leagues. Also, 
I do have a speaking of the leagues, I got a story about a league that I do have to tell y'all. Um, and I, I may need yeah. uh, somebody's help with that one. But Bob, I know you got that gallbladder thing tomorrow morning, so hopefully you give us a call on Carton and Friends. 844-843-6879. We come back. I got the latest update on the Shady McCoy story, not to mention the fact um, we'll take your phone calls to close it out. It's the Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Oh, good looking out, PJ. Shout out to uh, whatever that boy name is. Um, fancy football frenzy back on FNTSY Radio Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Package 2018 live and lit. All in kid Jake Seely Wall Street Matt Medica the King Scott Angle full season analysis help you win the trophy at the end and win the big check. Whatever you like to win, rotoexperts.com for 2018 live and lit right now. All right, so here we go. Here are some more details on LaShawn McCoy, right? So here we go. TMZ Sports has learned that McCoy recently sued the woman in an effort to kick her out of the home that he owns. Officials tell TMZ Sports, EMTs responded to a home near Delicious Address early Monday morning. There are only three houses on the block. They would not reveal details about the situation. We've learned that LaShawn and Delicia, Del- Delicia have had a contentious relationship for a while. According to documents obtained by TMZ Sports, McCoy went to court in June seeking to get a judge's order forcing her to move out of a home that he owns in Alpharetta, Georgia. According to the court documents obtained by TMZ Sports, Delicia told the court that McCoy discussed marriage with her back on May 28th and gave her a substantial gift. She says he then left on May 30th to attend OTAs. She left town the next day for a graduation in Virginia. The next day while she was gone, she claims that LaShawn had some of his friends, family and members, and other crew members remove her furniture and furnish things without her knowledge from his home. When they saw things going down on a live security cam feed, she immediately called the police, and they stopped McCoy's people from hauling her stuff away. They were supposed to appear in court about this today. Obviously, that's not going to happen. McCoy cut off the electricity to the house in an effort to get her to leave. No words on why she was fighting so hard to stay if he didn't want her there and yada, yada, yada. So this is a continuing developing story. I don't want to speculate. Right? I don't want to speculate. But let, let's not pass judgment on LaShawn McCoy. I'll say this. Don't speculate and don't convict. There you go. Let's, there you let's go. let things play out. And if, uh, even if her own stories are somewhat true, yeah. she's a pretty bad person, too, for letting things happen and not doing that. There you go right there. So that's the latest that we got right now on the Shady McCoy situation. Um, Matt, I've, I've been inundated with text messages. I've had four people reach out to me, Right? Four people have reached out to me over the course of not even 24, over the course of the last 12 hours. Well, not let me not say 12 hours because then I would assume that I was up at 1 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> over the last... I was up at 1 o'clock. Uh, uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> over the course of the last 16 hours, I've had four people reach out to me. You know, do you know what this is about, Matt? No, I don't. All right. This, is in, this, is, Matt, this includes you. And it also includes Jake because all four people that reached out to me Put Jake's name in the text message. So, there is an opening in the NFFC New York Super. I'm not sure who dropped out. Oh, yeah. But there is an opening in the NFFC Super, the New York Super. And I've had three people text me specifically asking for me and Jake to enter the the New York Super. My thing is, me and Jake don't got $2,500 to put up to get in this league. $1,250 each. Twelve fifty each. This year, I'm partnering with Andy because I want you know you just you got to cut back a little. No I'm doubt. Process of this move. I agree you with you 100. percent Jake, you want to do twelve fifty a piece? No, because I don't even have that for my dental work that I need. I'm about to start a GoFundMe for my dental work. <laughs> there you go. So 
if we got if we got some backers, me and Jake, somebody wants to stake us for the NFFC New York Super. Well, I we'll do, do it. I tell the king you're gonna write for him and just give him. I'm not back. doing that. It's <laughs> 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 not gonna happen. Oh, um, for twelve fifty. I, I would. Uh, I would. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run it past Craig. You know what I'm saying? And see what's up, and then maybe me and Craig will do the joint. You know what I'm saying? So there you go, right there. Uh, Jim Day is asking me blind bidding or waivers. It's blind, blind bidding. Oh yeah, it has to be blind. Yeah, blind bidding. I would, I would gladly take a stake, and they could even take twenty percent of the winnings if they wanted. So there you go, right there. The all in case just threw it out there. He'd gladly take a stake. Well, wait, wait. You take a stake, but if if somebody's gonna bankroll you, how much are you, are you willing to give? He them said twenty percent. Most people would say ten. I'd give twenty. If I was going to bank, I'm not, not You're going to say avoid. 50, right? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> At least 50 and 60. You're not putting anything up. I mean, I don't get that. All right, so here <laughs> is the... Um, Fine, this... I'll do 50. <laughs> hey, cool. No, but that's fair. I think that, I think that is... No, I'm Frank not... in the chat room, hold on. Like, buying the draft kit doesn't help me get dental work. That helps Scott get dental work. <laughs> I need, I need that's, a good, that's a good one, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Corey, hope all is well. The NY Super has an unexpected opening, and it's calling for a parson Sealy combination. What do you think would happen tomorrow, Scott? So they're saying I need they they need they said that the message said they need me and the number one ranker in this draft. I, I think you guys I'll stake good. you guys. Oh, look at look at Mister Yoro. Oh, oh, wait a minute. This, this, wait First a minute. off, this is the guy that's on Twitter saying he, he picked the wrong guy on the fishbowl. Wait a minute, Vent, is this Venture telling me that he's going to stake? Yeah. he's going to stake us only if we take Garoppolo in the fifth round. <laughs> By the way, I did take Jimmy J. Chris, Chris Venture came to me last night in the uh, Venture. Venture, you, you going to get in, in on this? I'm down. You're down. So you're going to stake us? As how much? If you're going to put up the, you're going to put up twenty five hundred dollars, Venture. How much are you expecting if they win? What percentage? Fifty percent. Right. I think that's fair. So, and they so can make all the decisions. Well, so you're putting up twenty five hundred. Say they won the whole thing. It's what fourteen thousand. If you if you win the playoffs, mm-hmm. so you're putting up twenty five hundred to win seven thousand. Yeah, but I don't get. To, I don't have to do anything but put up, put up the money. Yeah. That's all you gotta do is put up the bread. I, looking at it that way, Matt, you, like if you, and I, of course, this isn't a guarantee, but if somebody told me, hey, here's a guarantee to do nothing, you're going to triple your money, I'd do it tomorrow. I, I agree, but I want to just say the New York Super is. No, no, this ain't no, yeah. this ain't no, listen. This isn't even like the prime time. No, 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 this is, this is, this is it right here. This is. I, I will say. It's the big dogs in this joint, you know what I'm saying? Two years ago was my first year. Got your I, ass handed to I you. I got my ass handed, I got, I got the toilet bowl. I got, I got the, uh. Whatever Andy hands out, I got my ass handed to me <laughs> that year. Last year, I had a really good team. I just missed the playoffs. Yeah. Only the top four teams make the playoffs. I mean, not eight teams. Glenn Lowy. Right? Glenn Lowy's Andy, won it the last two years, yeah. I believe. Glenn Lowy, Vaccaro. Um, uh, Corey, Lance Davis says we would, <laughs> we would be the lethal weapon. I'm Riggs and you're Murtaugh. <laughs> and, I love and it. Last year, I, one, I won the consolation round, and I was kind of happy with that. But, I mean, it wasn't consolation happy. round had a nice, had a nice bag, too. Yeah, it, it was too, right? 500. Oh, 500. It was something. Okay. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was something, something, something back. But everything else, I, I, I crushed. Racked so up anyway. I was pretty happy. Listen, that New York <laughs> Super is real I, I joint right yeah, there. Me and Jake go in that joint. We're not going to embarrass ourselves, though. We won't, we won't be embarrassed. It's, look, it's not even about getting embarrassed. It's, uh, it's not saying that you guys aren't good. There are good players in there well, it's beast that in are going to finish three and, you know, ten on the year. It's beast in that you, joint. You know. It's beast in that joint. You got your man Gundy's in I, that I've joint. I've said it even with the baseball leagues I've played. In the and my NFC. man Frank's in that joint. The most difficult league I've ever played in, in any fantasy. Is the New York Super? Is the New York Super. I'm ready for it, though. Shit. I'm ready for it. I mean, I, I'd be ready if, uh, you know, if Venture wants to bankroll me and Andy Saxton. <laughs> Remember, no, Venture, I'm that, Italian. That we already got, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Matt go do the Italian and, thing to me, you know what I'm saying? And, and I will draft Jimmy J. Yeah, yeah Matt goes like, listen, I can get you Garoppolo and we brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, can, can, can we figure out some deal where Venture will bankroll my dental work? Oh, if <laughs> like, Venture, you want to pay for Jake Teeth? All right, so we're let's see. Steve now. Huh? We're going too steep. <laughs> yeah, you too much. All right, it's too much for Jake's dental work. <laughs> there you go, right there. Um, <laughs> what I want to? Oh, Scott's fishbowl. So, wait a minute, PJ. We got anybody on the phone? Stephen in Mass. Stephen in Massachusetts. Stephen, what's good with you, baby? Hey, Corey. What's up, my man? Ain't nothing much chilling. How you doing today? What, how can we help you? I'm doing good. Uh, 
Is uh, question for you, man? Because uh, everybody's worried about the Dion Lewis thing. Do you uh, signing? Do you think that Derrick Henry could be uh, could be a value in this uh, this year as far as fantasy draft? He's not going to be a value because him and Dion Lewis going in the same round. I, I it, it it burns me up that they that Tennessee brought Dion Lewis in because I'm ready for Derrick Henry to have this breakout season and I was going to own him everywhere and he was going to be an RB one. I was going to be like I told you so when they went in and brought Dion Lewis in the joint. And him and Deion Lewis both going in that fourth, fifth round range. I'm so disgusted at what the Tennessee Titans did. I am going to be exposed, uh, Steve, to Deion Lewis. I mean, excuse me, not to Deion Lewis, to Derrick Henry. But I'll be honest with you, my expectations have been tempered, Matt. Look, I actually took Derrick Henry last night in the uh, Scott Fishbowl. I figured this is the perfect format for me to take him. I'm a Deion Lewis guy. I'm going to be honest with you, uh, especially in the full point PPR leagues I play in. But, I mean, it's, it's all dependent upon the league and stuff like that. I don't think Derrick Henry is going to be terrible. I think he's going to be a good player. I think Dale Lewis is going to be a good player. I think they're going to use both of these guys. I think both of these guys can be successful fantasy players for you. And you're not paying what may have been perceived. I mean, you go back six months ago, everybody was, was pretty much basing Derrick Henry as like a second-round pick, right, third-round pick at the league. Yeah, I was. But now Deion Lewis is there. Jake, what do you think about Steve's Deion Lewis? I'm, I'm so disgusted. Uh, I think Steve's got a giant book of questions that he's leafing through every single day. I like that. <laughs> we appreciate it. Oh, we got a good, a good amount of people in, uh, watching us live. Goon Squad, thank you. For, you start, they're starting to come like, back. Yeah. LD representing, keeping the, keeping the crowd going. Jake, you don't, you don't like the Derrick Henry thing, do you, right? I didn't like the Derrick. I t- Corey, I didn't like to tell it you before, before it happened, yeah. it wasn't going to happen. I told you, you know that. That was one of the most, what, I'll, I'll do it right now on the show. I, I was saying that from day one, that Derrick Henry was not going to have this backfield to, to, to himself. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think what the beat reporter said is basically what I've been saying. Another same page as I was is that Derrick Henry could have more snaps, but Dean Lewis will have more yardage and fantasy points. There you go right there, 844-843. You basically six, want Derrick Henry nine. to uh, excel in the, in the touchdown. He got yeah. right. Exactly. For somebody to get hurt. And he's the guy that has shown. Deion Lewis is good at getting hurt. E- even in his brief, even the brief usage in this, however sporadically he was done last year. Once you start wearing down the other team's defensive line come that fourth quarter, he will take, he will take advantage of that. Hey, let me ask you. got to give him credit for that. Um, right. We got, they're going to take us off. They're going to kick us off of YouTube soon. Um, darn it. PJ, anybody on the phone? I uh, think PJ, Mr. Sussman, going to shut you hey, down. Corey, is that curtain that they're putting up so you won't keep looking at the girls when they walk by? I think that's what they. I think that's what they did. They what they did that for. <laughs> they want to keep me from uh, getting a a Me Too charge, <laughs> so they put a curtain up there. They're doing the state's head executive. We're going to help you help yourself. You feel what I'm saying? It's not fair that they would do that. Yeah, look, oh, this is, yeah, they are putting curtain. See, I don't think these curtains going to come all the way down to the grant. They why would they cover up the studio? So yeah, that's I don't know. I wonder what their plan is um, in, in the restaurant. Versa is the name of the joint now. So, um, good looking out to them. I hope they don't cut. No, see, I think these curtains not going to come down all the way to the floor. I don't know. Okay. I, I'm not an interior designer. <laughs> I haven't done any, any interior decorating. Oh, no, uh, Jim Day is talking to I'm on the say. clock in the fishbowl. Scott, thank you. Thank you, Matt. I'm trying to think. Where, I'm, I'm thinking myself, Matt. where the hell am I supposed to be going right now? <laughs> Scott's fishbowl. Thank you, Matt. What do you got so far? Uh, it's 7-10. My team is Kareem Hunt. Odell Beckham, Jimmy G, uh, Philip Rivers, Josh Gordon, and the aforementioned Derrick Henry. I like that. All right, so cool. So, Jay, go ahead. I wanted Ronald Jones here, and he went yeah. two picks before me. So, the running backs I'm looking at here are Nick Chubb, Carrion Johnson. I'm thinking I can get Sammy Watkins on the way back. I'm making my wide receiver number three. And at the tight end position. My Minnesota Viking tight end is available, but oh. I'm, I'm going to wait there. Who would you guys go with? Nick Chubb, Kerryon Johnson, uh, Tevin Coleman's available. I'm going Tevin Coleman. I'm going Kerryon. You can't wait in this league. Oh, man. You got to remember the playoffs start earlier. That's right. And you get points, too. You can't, like, I, you can't wait on Chubb in this format, unfortunately. That's right. I forgot about the playoffs. I like that. Right? Those were the, between the two. I think I'll get whatever wide receiver or, or tight end. I had the I third pick. I started girly. What, what do you think about this real quick? I right, no problem. I was thinking about doing this. I mean, I Hold actually on one kinda... second, Matt. Let me, let me, let me uh, peace out. Hey, Goon Squad, be easy. We'll be back with y'all tomorrow. 
if you want to get down with the B, with the BFFs, with the Fantasy Football <laughs> Frenzy Auction, you look right now in the chat. Jim Day put the email address out there. So we're going to get that started soon. I'll holler at Jim. We'll get that started because the way my fantasy league do it, it's like a slow email auction where you drop the price down. It's, it's, y'all have, we have a ton of fun with it. Um, Goon Squad, we out. See you tomorrow. We got to sign off YouTube. The BFF's coming up next. All right. Now right back to it. Uh, go ahead, Matt. No, real quick. Uh, as far as taking a third quarterback, what is your thoughts on that? The guy right before me just now took uh, Jameis Winston, who was there. And I was thinking just in this league, if you have the three quarterbacks, it is the super flex. If one of your quarterbacks goes down, you got a guy like this. Is it too much of a risk? Would you not do it? Would you do it? I just wanted to bring that up. The fact that they got a waiver wire, it, it softens the blow a little bit. So I'm going to yeah. go come out of here with two quarterbacks. If it, was a, if it was a best ball, I would probably more than likely try to get three. But the fact that you can go to the waiver wire um, is, is, is I, would, I would wait on that I would third think quarterback. About a, I would think about a third once you've got your starting lineup ready to go. I definitely wouldn't do what my, the one I'm in right now. Somebody just took their third quarterback in the fifth round. Wow. That's too much for me. I got five players and, fact, and three of them are quarterbacks. It's a bench play. play. Exactly. It's a bench <laughs> play in your starting lineup. And they're like, it's Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, and Matthew Stafford. Like, what the hell, dude? Crazy. You guys actually know the person. Oh, I hate when that happens, too, because then it's one of <laughs> yeah. our friends doing something crazy. I'll, I'll just say he, uh, he tried to snipe me. Oh, I still want to know the you person know what, that gotta... didn't retreat from last week when you weren't here. That episode Nando hosted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Andy Singleton. <laughs> I didn't say his name. I'm sorry. I had to. Um, man, let me, I I went back and watched that episode from when Andy Singleton was in here. I apologize to Matthew. Yo, he got his toys ass up. Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Carroll texted me that night. He was like, Andy Singleton. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I love Andy Singleton. No, he's a, he's a great I love Andy. He's getting Singleton. married. Like a Look week, at right? that. He's getting married. In a month, in a month. Yeah. So shout out to Andy Singleton and um. Make sure you check really? out this good stuff he's doing at Fan Tracks. Yeah. Oh, uh, I started girly. I came back in the second, and I was able to scoop up oh uh, uh, Devonte Adams in round three. I took Kirk Cousins. Wow. In round four, I took Allen Robinson. In round five, I grabbed Matt Ryan. That's how I've started to Scott's Fishbowl. What about you, Jake? Uh, Cook, Hopkins, and then Deshaun Watson, Geis, and then Alshon, Jeffrey, and Philip Rivers. Oh, yours is moving fast. Jeffrey. Yeah, actually, the, the, uh, in hindsight, I would have taken Beckham over Hopkins for the fact that I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. I did that out of spite because I don't want Beckham on my team because he's got me blocked. But I wasn't paying attention. Sh- this is my own fault. I wasn't paying attention that Cook has the same bye week as Hopkins. Oh. So. Now, let, let me ask a question. I took Beckham in the second round, and I was really going to take Russell Wilson. And I think if this was a cash money league, I would have taken Russell Wilson. No doubt. But I wanted to see what would be there at the 3-4 for me. Uh-huh. So I went Beckham. I mean, you pretty much would normally say take take Russell Wilson. No doubt. So. Especially in this format. But who was there for you on 3-4? I took uh, Philip Rivers. I was taking Ryan. I took uh, Jimmy G and then uh, yeah, Rivers. I don't have no beef with that. It was going to be Ryan the last second. Yeah, I don't Rivers. have no beef with that. Thank you very much, everybody, for rocking with us today on the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FTSY Radio. The BFF is coming up next. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget Roto Experts exclusive Edge package is live and lit for 2018. We out.